Hello. Yellow. Hello. Yellow. Yellow. What's up? Man, it's been a long time. I yep. almost hit video. Oh, and then snap. I'm like, oh, you don't want to see this uh, permed bouffant hairdo of mine. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, man. I was just watching a show that creeped me the fuck out. Uh, Robert Kirkman's Invincible? Nope. I did watch the first episode, though. It was very good. I haven't watched it yet. No, I was watching uh, Calls on Apple Call- TV. Calls? Calls. What Calls. is that about? It's a brand new show on Apple TV. Uh, and it's weird, though. Is it, is it based on Minnie Pearl from Hee Haw? At the... <laughs> The phone operator? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it might be based on like a novel or maybe like I don't know something. I didn't, I didn't really look into it. Um, oh. I watched the trailer and I was like, that sounds interesting. And then I read a little bit about it and I was like, I don't think I like this. But then I watched it and I was like, this is pretty awesome actually. Uh, and what you know me, I love I, it. I love horror stuff. I don't yeah. I, would I consider it horror? It might end up being horror. But it's definitely suspense. Um, oh. And uh, it was kind of creepy, man. Here, here's the weird thing about it. There are, it's not, even though it's on Apple TV, it's not a visual show. Hmm, that's the wrong, I don't know how to describe the show. Uh, because there's no, there's video, wait, there's visuals but no video. Okay, there we go, there we go. There's visuals but no video. I'm looking through the cast, and I'm thoroughly impressed with the cast, yet I've never seen a trailer for this ever on my skipping around Apple TV or viewing YouTube video. Like, I've never been serviced up any trailer from this. Oh, interesting. Uh, I only caught it, I think, through Twitter, maybe. I saw some some tweets about it. Um, So here's the deal. So, like I said, there's, there's no video, but there are visuals. So this is kind of like if they turned an audio drama into a TV show. What? So it's audio centric. And what you see on the screen is basically like an audiograph of the voice that you're hearing uh, in like the, the closed captions, I guess. <laughs> what? Uh, and there's like a spectrograph going on in the background. Uh, it's like those are the visuals. Did Right out of the gate, did they flash up like... This was recorded, or this was done three months into the pandemic, hence why we're doing it this way. Maybe. that There's no mention of that. Uh, I don't so know. weird. I don't know if this is like, I mean, it's definitely experimental. Sure. Uh, but I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, so on my computer headphones, these headphones do uh, 7-1 surround sound, virtual surround. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is perfect for this show. Uh, the first episode is called The End, so maybe I need to rewatch it after I finish the series. Uh, so I watched the first episode and the second episode, which is called The Beginning. Um, so in the, oh. fir- in the first episode is this guy talking to his girlfriend, and I guess he he moved somewhere, I think maybe to Europe or something, uh, because I think he's got a band, and so he wants to make it big with his band. And he's been gone for like six months. And she's like, she's a nurse, so she stayed back home. And apparently, like, he started a relationship with his manager. And so the reason for the call is, like, I haven't talked to you in six months. 
uh, we need to break up. But as he's about to tell her this, you hear like these creepy voices in the background, and she starts like screaming that she sees this like huge man outside the window. Uh, so she like she calls nine one one. You get the call between nine one one and her, uh, and then there's like other calls going on. Like this, her her boyfriend calls his current girlfriend, and you get phone calls from like NYPD calling nine one one, and and nine one one's like, I, I can't send any more cars. We're getting too many phone calls. Um, and it ends with like them like floating away. Yeah, but there, but all it is is voice data right yes so could this have just been an audio play that's what my wife said but what i don't understand and i was all ready to make fun of you especially lily lily collins and nick jonas but then like pedro pascal yeah karen jillian is in it yeah yeah there's a bunch of rosario dawson our aubrey plaza like you don't pay for all these beautiful looking people and have freaking audio lines going like this could have just been this could have been an audio play so they just didn't put it out on stitcher premium or whatever sure apple podcast plus yes uh yeah strange. you're right you're right and so before i started watching it i uh i asked my wife i was like have you heard about the show calls she's like no what is that and so i tried to describe it to her and i was like you know what it's probably best if i just show you the trailer so I played the trailer for her, and like she was pretty engrossed in the trailer, and she's like, "Yeah, that looks pretty good." I was like, "The whole show is like this," <laughs> and she's like, "Well, then why isn't it like a podcast?" Right. And I said, "I don't know. We'll find out." And I watched the first episode, and it creeped me the fuck out, Nick. Well, yeah, audio plays are pretty awesome for it stuff was, like that. It was very, very good. Uh, so I, I watched or listened. The first two episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good. The second episode reminds me a little bit of, uh, you know that movie Frequency? Yeah. Reminded me a little bit of that. How many episodes in this? There are nine episodes. They're all like 15, 20 minutes long. Will it ever, just to make a prediction now, after only seeing two, will you ever get a visual? As or far as I know, no. all be an audio play? Yeah, as far as I know, it's all audio play. It's cool. I wish the subject matter wouldn't creep me out. I would listen to that, but yeah, I, I can't do that. But boy, you have all these beautiful looking people. Why aren't you showing me? Come on. I, I would actually be curious if you have the same effect watching this on a big screen because I'm listening mm-hmm. with these headphones, right? Sure, sure, sure. So I'm catching like all the little hissing in the background and like the the creepy, like the ring voice in the background. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if it would be the same on TV. So I'm going to watch this all on my computer with my headphones mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on how it ends, I might rewatch the first episode since it's called the end, um, mm-hmm. on the TV. Have you seen, they tried to do similar things via the pandemic, uh, for HBO that they look like glorified zoom calls but they try to stitch together stories and mm. you can tell it's like, Oh, it's people recording a sort of a zoom call, but using professional equipment. And then they'll like, it's a, like an isolated handheld camera that obviously they're doing gotcha. themselves. Yeah. Gotcha, Cause gotcha, it must've gotcha. been filmed at the beginning of the pandemic. 
Uh, no. There's a couple shows on HBO specifically that are doing stuff like that right now. I have not seen this, but yeah. there was a movie that came out like maybe five years ago mm. um, that it's all basically like people Zoom calling each other. Wild. Like before Zoom was a thing. Sure, sure. Uh, and it's a horror flick. So it was huh. like it was like a fresh take on uh, what 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 are those movies called? Like Paranormal Activity and uh, Blair Witch and all that. The handheld. Yeah, but what? there's there's like a name for them. Um, it was like a fresh take on that. So they were doing it through like video conferencing, and then like creepy shit happens in the background. Interesting. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. hey, at least Apple TV's trying to do something to set themselves apart a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they need to, right? Because they can't... Oh, uh, oh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As much money as Apple has, they could just, like, buy Netflix, right? Um, probably not at this point. Well, probably yes. not at this point. But, uh, you know, they, they, they have a long way to go before they have they could, the, the catalog. They could easily have acquired everything that Amazon Prime has, that's for sure. Sure. That's but they true. haven't made their niche. That's the thing. Yes. They have a couple of good documentaries, and I know they're going to be doing more type stuff like that, as well as going after, like, their, um, they're bringing back, like, video uh, VJs. They're trying to bring back, like, old-timey MTV. At mm. least that's that's what is in the works right now. Who knows if COVID sent that away? But I know they were trying to, like, Oh, we'll get Phineas, you know, Billie Eilish's brother, to come right. and record an hour uh, and just, like, he'll do the ins and outs for, like, oh, here's a video set list that he would, you know, uh, coordinate. Mm. Or Josh Homie from Queens of the Stone Age. Here's his, you know, hours worth of videos that he's going to intro outro. Interesting. Which, guess what? I'm, I would watch that because I like some of those people, but... Like I said, the the documentaries, it's like, man, they have some killer documentaries. But since they you can't just throw money at the wall and all of a sudden, like now we have 50 music documentaries like. Overnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look at Netflix. Remember when they really invested in like stand up comedy and documentaries and everyone's like, oh, my God, they're sinking all that money into that. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? Two, three years later. Holy cow, are they known for both of those at this point? Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I'm curious to see how it goes. It. I'm, I'm a little concerned that they're not going to have enough content for me, but I could be wrong. It's like this call show is freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. I still need to watch Servant, which I know I will like. Um, yeah, that's the, the, scary for me. the M. Night Shyamalan one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's uh, on season two, so yep. that's promising. Yep. Uh, but the, uh, the documentaries are good. Tiny World is awesome. You should watch that if you haven't watched it. I haven't. Oh, yeah. But it's I told you about that uh, Asteroid. Yep, yep. One That one's great. The Beastie Boys one's great. The Bruce yep. Springsteen one's really good. Um, and then I also, I, and I don't know if you watched it, but that, what is it, For, For Mankind? For All Mankind. I have not watched it yet, but I have it on my list. Yeah, that one looks really good, and I like the whole alt history. I mean, both of us like yeah, alt sure. world alt history stuff. So yeah, I think uh, season two just started that right, like a month ago. Mm -hmm. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on my list of things to watch. Um, yeah. 
they just don't have like Netflix. You turn that on and there's 30 things that are like, oh, my God, which one do I pick out of the 30? Yeah, it's just this, like you a have like hole. five things and it's like, well, I certainly can arrange out of those five. I can arrange which ones I want to watch first. Yeah. You know, this actually since you were mentioning all these new types of shows, this has me wondering um, because not everyone has an Apple TV, right? No, like a physical one. I don't right. have one. But I do have the Apple TV app on my Fire Stick. Sure. Uh, and then, but I like watching on my computer because I have the big monitor anyway. Yes. Uh, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts if that's a differentiator with Apple TV, right? You get like the year free for getting an iPhone, which everyone has an iPhone. So mm-hmm. why not play with the format where you can have shows that you could watch on your phone, like calls? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Um. I wonder if how that would work out for I mean especially like dude my kids don't watch shit on TV they just watch on their phones. Right. Yeah, I'm sure your kids would watch the Billie Eilish documentary on their phone. Dude, the if TV. I if I had remembered today I would have seen if Zoe wanted to watch it. It's good. Is it's, it? It's really good. Yeah, it definitely shows fame and they recorded her and Phineas right before the big groundswell mm. happened and before they went to, you know, the big fests and performed that like it was right. It was whoever uh, directed that they got them right before the big wave came. Interesting. Pretty, pretty cool to watch. And it was really interesting to see the fa- family dynamic. So very good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it isn't just a, a concert documentary. It's it definitely delves into their lives pretty good wait a second breaking news what is this this is not what i asked for hang on hang on i gotta find it i gotta find it because i saw an image but it's not giving it to me damn you imdb Mm -hmm. um i went on imdb because i wanted to look up the cast of something and there is a new judge dread what Hang on a second. Breaking news. Nobody told me this. Um, and it, what, what what's happening? I, I went on IMDb because uh, I was trying to find the cast for the show that I was that that I want to talk about. Um, and right there on the bottom, featured today. As soon as yeah. you scroll down, you have three images. So one is for the up. It says upcoming superhero TV shows we can't wait to see. One was Loki. Then you have Invisible or Invincible. And then Judge Dredd, Mega City One. But well, I, what does if that I, mean? If I flip through it, it's not telling me shit. Why the Last Man Salmon? Hello, Judge Dredd, Mega City One. That's what I want. And now I can't. It, it doesn't give it to me. Why not? I Why think not? You're just playing with everyone. No, I'm playing serious. Playing with our hearts. I'm serious. There it oh, is. Oh, it says TV show. In development. Oh my God. It says TV show. They started in uh, 2019. Yep, I see it. And apparently, Carl Urban wants to star in it. Oh my god! <laughs> I need this. I need this. Because uh, Wait, I, now, I, I... Now, I pulled up something mm-hmm. that says Judge Dredd, Cursed Edge from 2013. Oh? Six-part web series set in Judge Dredd's Mega City 1. What? Yes. What it's is on this IMDb. on? It's on IMDb? That's what it says. Well, shit. No one famous because it's a dumb web series, but sure. still. 
Hot dog. I need to uh, I need to rewatch Dread because it's on Amazon Prime now. Ooh, yeah, okay. that was good. That's real. Good. I mean, when I watched that, I actually was like, I need to get this on Blu-ray. Mm. If there's any extras, I need I need to absorb everything from it. <laughs> so yeah, brought me right back to my childhood. Yep, Dread. That was freaking awesome. Uh, anyways, what uh, what's been happening? We haven't talked in like six weeks, so uh, every, everyone knows this because I keep getting asked, "When is the show coming back?" They're asking you that. No yeah. one at all. So that's that's interesting to hear. Well, shame on them for not asking you. No, they love you. Um, yeah, but it's your show, so you no, know. Oh no, no. They should love you more. That's all no. I'm saying. I don't think. Oh, just to go back to your uh, Apple TV mm. show, mm. audio show, did not know Lily Collins was the daughter of Phil Collins. Very interesting. Well, that Very makes sense. I didn't, I didn't even know she, that he had a daughter. So. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I, uh, I grew up listening to Phil Collins. That was my dad's favorite. Phil really? Collins. Oh, yeah. It was Phil Collins all the time. Uh, I guess he, I guess he was one of my dad's favorites as well. I, I couldn't stand him because he took over MTV and burnt anything Genesis or Phil Collins was played to death, and I just, I couldn't get into it too much. Too mm, much. Interesting. But now listening to it back now, I do enjoy it, and I think I enjoy it for the complete reason that I did not like it. It's so poppy and fun. Mm-hmm. Where in high school, guess what I didn't want to hear? I didn't want to hear corporate poppy rock. But you don't want to hear uh, in the air tonight, like on loop 24-7? I'd really like to hear that than the, what the hell is it? Oh, oh man, what was that dumb one with the not invisible touch? <laughs> I um, like invisible touch. <laughs> it's killing me now. <laughs> Land of Confusion. I was uh, going to okay. say with the like Muppet-looking characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The British Muppet. Oh. <laughs> I caramba. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't like a Genesis guy. I mean, he liked Genesis, but he was a Phil Collins fan. There you go. He liked the the Phil Collins solo stuff. He's like he's that guy that played uh, that that did a stint on Miami Vice and then did the song for it as well. <laughs> I uh, I looked up Lily Collins and I don't uh-huh. recognize her. Um, and I saw a couple of pictures and I was like, oh, she's cute. And then uh, then I saw a picture with her with straight hair and then she looks like Phil Collins with straight hair. So then I was like, <laughs> oh no, what happened? <laughs> you look too much like your dad. Oh, now no. you look too much like your dad, Lily oh. Collins. What has she been in? She doesn't look familiar. Is she an actress or a model? I think she started in the BBC version of Growing Pains. What? You just blew my mind. Yeah. There was a BBC version of Growing Pains? Of course, buddy. Come on. Holy cojones. <laughs> I did not know this. Just like we do versions of their stuff, they do the same stuff. I'm trying to see. Okay, so she's in calls. Yes, we know that. Uh, Tolkien. This is a documentary. I need to watch it. <gasps> is this a biopic? Why did no one tell me this? This is a Tolkien biopic. Oh, wait. I knew this. It stars uh, the Riddler. Oh, wow. From from Gotham. Right. Is, is that him? That looks like him. Wild. We'll say it's him. 
Sure. Uh, looks like him. Lemiz. Okay. Okay. Okja. I saw that. I don't think I finished it. Uh, okay, cool. So she's been in a bunch of stuff. Holy cow. 90210, the TV series. Oh, the, the relaunch version? The relaunch. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short she, uh, so she's, she's how old? She's 32? She looks like she's 12. How old am I? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It's like uh, I was at work the other day, and my wife texted me because she went to get uh, her eyes checked to get a new prescription for glasses. And uh, she texted me. She's like, "So I'm at the at the, uh, the eye doctor's office and said, oh cool, how's it going?'" She's like, "All these nurses are 12." <laughs> and I'm thinking it's because we're 40. <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. <laughs> Scary. But I don't want to tell her that because she's very conscious about her age. You know what I mean? I don't give well, a shit. I, well, she's only 29, so let's not forget yes, that. Yes, eternally 29. This is true. Yes, 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 uh, yes. I am I'm rocking. I'm already saying I'm 40. I'm not even 40 yet. I'll be 40 in like four months. <laughs> Six months. Just prepping yourself? Yeah, I'm just like, whatever. I'll be 40. Yeah. I got Always. the freaking, uh, I got the Mr. Fantastic burns going on. You know what I mean? Nice. With the little white on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like white enough though. I'm thinking about dyeing them so that I look like Mr. Fantastic. A little salt and pepper action. Yeah, a little salt and pepper. Remember when he had the beard? That was awesome. Oh yeah. That was great. That was awesome. That's why uh John Krasinski would be a great uh Mr. Fantastic. Amen to that. <laughs> I I'd like that. We've uh, been uh the wife and I have been watching uh Forged in Fire. Pretty much like every night before she goes up to bed, that that was our like go to like, ah, let's just watch this. Jeez. Is it good? It's on the History Channel. They give you enough history. And, you know, me, I like competition shows and I also like creative, like learning, like learning that when the judges aren't judgy, they're just more like, ooh, somebody did that wrong. Now, if you would have approached it this way and use their like knowledge and expertise to show you the do's and don'ts, mm. that's the part. Of, that's the part I like. But anywho, but um, before they went to the like the final challenge, they which was a, a bow. It was a steel collapsible bow, which was really cool. Like I've never seen anyone like put together bows before. So that was cool. Um, but they had like the stars from the new Robin hood come and, you know, talk to you a little bit. And they mm-hmm. showed a scene and I don't know if you've ever, I didn't even know there was a new Robin hood. Nope. With uh, Jamie Fox and Taryn Edgerton. He just blew my mind. Yeah. It was from like 2018. I want to say, wait, is this like, uh, wait, Robin hood, Robin hood. What didn't that have the guy from, Oh God, what's that motorcycle show? You know what I'm talking about. The, the biker gang. What? The biker gang show. Peter Fonda? No. No, everybody used to watch it. Sons of Anarchy? There you go. I don't know. I don't yeah. know the cast. Sons- I only know Taron Edgerton and Jamie Foxx was on Fortune and Fire. That's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you know what? Nope, I was wrong. I was thinking of the King Arthur remake. Ah, okay. He was in it. It was, it was directed by the train spotting guy. Guy Ritchie? That guy. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, continue. Fortune Fire. Who wouldn't mind watching that? I, I'm sure Guy Ritchie brings some style to that story. Um, 
but I, but they showed an extended clip and Jamie, Jamie Foxx's Friar Tuck. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and holy guacamole. I was like, wow. Either if that, Hey, and listener, feel free to correct me. If this is like a gem that I should be watching, it's on Amazon prime. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. But that, minute and a half clip that they showed was so like terribly styled and acted and like the pacing to it. I was just like, Oh my God, this is just painful. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, good for fortune fire. I'm sure Robin hood paid a, a mint of money to come on to your television program to promote their, their show. Mm-hmm. But still I was just like, Oh boy, can we just get back to the collapsible bow? <laughs> just show me how how you make that. That's what I want to see. That's hilarious, yeah. dude. If you want uh, if you want more of that, you need to go on YouTube and subscribe to uh, Kramer Ammons. Uh, all he does is make bows on his channel. Oh wow! Yeah, it's awesome. Well, actually, he reviews some sometimes. Uh, that like he'll do like uh, you know whatever like forty dollar Amazon bow. Is it worth buying? Sure, sure. Uh, but he also makes a lot of of bows himself. Uh, oh, it's interesting. I've only seen it. Well, Forge and Fire. I've watched way too many episodes. I don't even want to admit how many. Um, and usually, you know, their last product is you know a gigantic sword or staff. So I've only seen two bows done and two crossbows done. Oh, nice. But it's the forging aspect that I love. Like a lot of guys will come in and just like use a saw. And just like do and like barely forge anything, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, hey, dumb dumb, it's called forge in <laughs> fire. Put that thing in the forge. <laughs> Hit it with a goddamn hammer, you idiot. Mm. But it's That's fun. funny. And, and I think I told you today. Uh, we haven't switched. We're still watching forge in fire here and there. But I think the wife's losing steam, so I had to do a little pivot. Mm. Um, but we pivoted over to watching uh, Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. Which... Hell yeah, you did. Is she watching it with you? Oh yeah. She's always up for sci-fi. Always up for sci-fi. And? And, but I've, been, I've been dying to watch Deep Space Nine. I haven't watched it since it originally aired. And when I saw what it originally aired, I'm like, dang, it took this long for me to do a rewatch. Come on. <laughs> And I offered, like, hey, do you want to do Enterprise or Picard? Because, I mean, she came on to Star Trek with uh, Next Generation. So, like, I just wanted to watch any Star Trek. So I was pretty much leaving it up to her as long as it wasn't the original or um, Next Generation. Like, I just, I, don't, I have no interest in revisiting those two series. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how about DS9? And she was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Maybe we could watch it, you know, when we're eating dinner for that hour. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and she was all about it. We got like nine episodes in over this week. Mm. So that's pretty good. You know, that's, hey, even if we're watching one a night, I would be happy with. Yeah. And then, like, she's pretty clueless when it comes to, like, the length of a show. And this is how stupid I am. Like, of course, I went to IMDb to be like, how many episodes are there in this? Just to sort of gauge, like, I knew how many seasons. I knew it was, like, eight or nine. But I'm like, how many episodes? Because in my head, I'm like, I hope they do it like, you know, British TV where there's 12 episodes a season. Because mm-hmm. then I know she ain't going to want to pivot. She'll want to finish it. 
but then when I saw like how many episodes and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of episodes. And I said that out loud and she was like, well, how many? And I'm like, uh, 176. Holy shit. She was like, what? <laughs> and I could just tell like, how long is she going to stay with this? And can I get her through <laughs> two seasons? Cause I want to finish it. I don't know if I ever finished the series. Mm-hmm. So I finish it, but it's like, just like forged in fire or all of a sudden are we just going to pivot away from it because 176 episodes are way too much for her. Yeah. 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 That's the, uh, that's the problem I have getting to some anime, man. Cause some of those animes have like 400, 500 episodes. You know what Jeez. I mean? It's like, how do you even get into that? Right. That's, and you gotta, I don't you're going to spend years watching it. That's what I, yeah, I don't, and I don't want to, I want to watch from beginning to end. I don't want to cherry pick. Uh-huh. That's why when Aaron chimed in on my tweet and was like, just wait till it ramps up. And then it's, you know, it, then it go, go, goes. And I'm like, cause I remember watching it originally and I'm like, he is right. It does pick up at some point and becomes really, really good. But I didn't know when that was. And then Aaron's like, oh, it's halfway through season two. And I'm like, okay, I think I can mm. get you Julie- director through season one into two yeah and then once that happens then it'll be like Battlestar galactica she'll be hooked and there's no way she's getting off that train yeah 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 interesting but dude every every season's like 24 episodes i'm like mother effer come I on i know i know see and that's why they don't do that kind of thing anymore Thank uh, the Lord. i don't think people have the patience for that kind of stuff i uh, mean i I mean, when you fall in love with something like that, yeah, it's great to have that many, you know, in your pocket. But the problem is I'm not the one watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it on Liz's schedule. And who the hell knows when she wants to watch it? So it's like, oh, come yeah. on, just let me with. Like, I know I can watch, like, Manhunt. There's tons of shows that she absolutely has no interest in. So I know I can blow through them. But when we sit down together, it's like I can't just skip forward and watch five episodes by myself because I'm sick of waiting for her to sit down. Right. Ugh, dang it. Mm. Hundreds, six episodes. That's too much. So how how far did you get? Uh, we are on episode nine, I want to say. Oh, so you're still in the first season. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, I... We just got by the halfway point. But like I said, we've only been doing it for a week. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I remember uh, I remember watching DS9 when it first came out and I was not into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I skipped it for a while. And then people were always talking about goddamn Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. I was like, fine, I'll get back into it. And I, I started from the beginning again. I still was not into it. And uh, and I asked around, and everyone was like, "You just gotta start in season two. and uh, that was definitely much better. Yeah, it's there, and I like with any any te- television show, like I told the wife because she's like, "My God, some of this acting is terribly stiff." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, but you have to realize every show is that way. Every show isn't right out of the gate like." Everybody knows the character. They know their voice. They, you know, the writing is really perfect and fluid. That's why it's hard to find shows that are like right out of the gate. Like not everything's the Soprano wire and sons of anarchy. Like, uh-huh. No, like the look, go back and watch the first two seasons of friends. Like those were terrible. Mm-hmm. They're God awful. 
Dude, it's funny you say that because that's how I feel about The Wire. And mm. everyone gets so mad when I say it. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, like, now, well, not so much now, now, but a few years ago, like, every show was like The Wire. Yeah. Right? Um, and so, like, you get used to it, and they, they figure out the pacing. But I try to go back and watch The Wire because everyone talks about it, and I'm like, I just can't get into this, man. Yeah, that takes a couple seasons. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And the yeah. bad thing is when you tell somebody that, then they give you a look like you don't know good television. And it's like, no, you are letting them – you're accepting the weirdness of the first step of uh, the first season. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're a lot more accepting of that. You're not brand new coming into it. Right. It's like don't make me feel bad because I don't know good TV. It's like get the heck out of here. No <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I do love really bad TV also. So, well, sure. So do I. So, you know, can't help that. Yeah. Uh, very good. I don't know if I'm going to join you on this DS9 journey. There's just too much to watch. And, and, so- and I, I don't know if I can get through 24 hours of meh episodes to get to good episodes. I'm telling you. And I mean, I hate to agree with Julie, the cruise director, but like there's a couple characters in there. Uh, and I'm just thinking of, uh, who is it, Kira? Mm-hmm. And the doctor, like out of the gate, oof, that is mm. some bad acting. <laughs> and I know, I mean, I've watched the whole entire, like pretty much the whole entire series. I know they get good, but it just takes a while. Like, guess what? Not everyone is, what's his name? Renee, the Odo, the guy who plays Odo. Oh, Odo's hilarious. But that's a fully fleshed out character, like from day one. Uh-huh. Like even Cisco wasn't Cisco for a while, right? And he's a damn good actor. Let's be honest, though. Send all your hate mail to uh, Nick at NerdLegion.com. dot com. Sure. Uh, the Star Trek shows are never like the best acted shows. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they do find they find their niche if they're mm-hmm. a good actor. They find what makes that character good. Sure. Or the writers figure out the actor and start writing better for the actor. I'm not sure. But you yeah, can maybe. even see, like, Patrick Stewart. Like, by the time he hits season three, he's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the beginning, he was... Yeah, that's probably true. And it's not like yeah. he was fresh to acting, right? Like, he'd been doing right. fucking theater for decades. Right. I mean, uh, Q, John Delancey is not a great actor, but he's good as Q. <laughs> even as q it's like oofa because he appeared in like the third episode of uh deep space nine uh-huh. and i'm like oh it's good to see it and then i'm just like ooh, he was a little hammy like ooh. <laughs> but that was his appeal he was a, you know he's adorable it's q come on yeah 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 but yeah yeah do, do i think i can convince the wife to because she's like wow well how many like star trek series were there and i sort of walked through them and do i think after ds9 do i think that i can like bring her over to you know enterprise or like no do i no <laughs> I, uh, uh, no i'll be watching these by myself you know yep yep sometimes you do it just get suckered in man it's like uh when zoe wanted to watch uh tokyo ghoul uh this anime that's really good uh, she's like, you should watch it with me. I was like, fine, I'll sit down and watch it. And the first season was like six episodes, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Let's keep going. 
And then it took us like months to watch season two, and like we're not even done with season three yet. Yeah, like yeah. But I gotta say, watching DS Nine, I do sort of want to watch Voyager again. And think, I want to. Do you I think Voyager will hold stuff. up though? I think there's. I I like some of the characters, and the writers are very similar. They still have the core group of writers, so I would assume that it would still hold up really well. Mm. But what I really want to watch is the Scott Bakula one, because I gave up on that one pretty quick. What was that? Enterprise? Is that what it's called? That sounds right. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. That that doesn't last very long, right? What was that, like two seasons? I don't know. Now I want to look. On UPN. UPN. But like Voyager? Voyager is like seven seasons. Shit, really? Yeah. Dang. I know, dude. I know. I didn't think it was that long either, huh? Just I just looked it up right now. Seven seasons. All right. Yeah, well. it, was, it was Enterprise. You're right. Are you uh Are you gonna watch that cartoon? With, Which with one? The, the comedic one. Yeah, the one with uh, what's her name? Janeway. She's the voice in in the show. On the animated one. Yeah. The, the comedic one. I I don't know if it's comedic, but it's animated. It's not Lower Decks. Isn't it Lower that's, Decks? That's the one that's on All Access right now. Oh, so it's already on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Lower Decks. Interesting. Yeah. I, I watched a couple episodes of that, and I love I love all the like voice actors in it, but there was only so much of that. Like I hate to say it, I looked at that, and I'm like, I could be watching real Star Trek. <laughs> And I don't like being that dismissive, but I could be. Buddy, I, I don't have that much free time. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You got you to gotta be picky. Right. Yeah, you got to be picky. I'm picky. It's got to be, it's gotta be uh, what is it, uh, Sophie's Choice. And sometimes you have to make that choice. Ah, yeah. Well, see, and, and now, now I got like super backed up, man, because when I was gone, I didn't watch Jack Crap. Was that just lack of time or lack of interest? And I was so tired. Oh, okay. So you're like, pretty exhausted by the time you got back to your room? Yeah, I get to my hotel room and I go to sleep at like 8 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm just now getting back into like the groove. Like when I got back home, yeah. I was still going to bed at like 8 o'clock. And my wife <laughs> was making fun of me. She's like, it's still daylight out. I said, I know, but I got to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm tired, baby. I'm tired. I'm so tired. Uh, she made fun of me tonight. Yeah, she made fun of me tonight because she was uh, she was in there uh, straightening her hair, and uh, I sat down in bed and I was just like reading Twitter. She's like, "Are you going to bed?" I'm like, "It's seven o'clock." She's like, "Hasn't stopped you lately?" I said, "I guess." (laughs) (laughs) Don't make fun of me in the peanut gallery. Look, I can't help it. Okay, I'm forty. Can't help it. That's right. I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> You're proud for it. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, but I just have uh, to. I have to be picky because I don't have a lot of free time. <laughs> and whenever I have free time, yeah. And I'm ta- by free time I mean once Julie, the cruise director, goes upstairs because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, she's been spending more time downstairs, like longer. So like instead of going up at seven, seven thirty, she goes up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, eight thirty. Nice. Which is nice, but but also that cuts into Nick free time. Sure. Um, but I I gotta say, for the last 
three, four months, I've been jumping on my PS4 <laughs> and jumping on to Division 2, my friend. I was going to say, you have plenty of free time. You just play the Division in it. <laughs> that's, the t- that's the thing, dude. And I'm not apologizing for it either because I'm having a ball. I jump on there, Aaron Bell's on there, Roddy Barron. Oh, my God. We have, we have a little clan rolling. It is amazingly still after months playing it's still fun even though we have like two other game co-op games we could be doing together Mm -hmm. it's hard to leave division i hear you (laughs) i hear you (laughs) so stupid but by the time that gets done and i mean god bless aaron like he's waking up early and i don't know where where he finds the energy because, like, he's waking up early to get to work at whatever, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he still stays up till, like, 10.30, my time, which is 11.30 his time. Right, right, right. I'm like, dude, I would have been, like, trust me, when I become gamefully employed, whether I'm working remote or not, I ain't game until 11.30. Not <laughs> on a school night. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm out of there at 10. I got to wind down. I got to read some comics. Mm-hmm. Where before, like before doing the division with the boys, I used to like do my my time, you know, watching television series or movies, and then I would go upstairs nine ish, and I would read for like three hours and be loving life, like reading that many comics. Oh, I'm in heaven, <laughs> but dude! I can't help it. I got to get out there and save the streets in New York. <laughs> They're not gonna save themselves. They're I gotta, not gonna I gotta save, save themselves. I gotta save them. <laughs> oh, so fun. Oh, that's hilarious. And we're doing not not to geek out. This is the last division bit. Um, division ran this in the fall, which we weren't able to join in. It's this new. It's this event. So they're rerunning it now, right now, currently. Mm-hmm. And the event the event is called the Golden Bullet. Hmm. And what it is is. You're running around with your group and you'll hear this audio cue of like this narrator that's like enemy is loading a golden bullet. And you'll see on your screen, wherever the enemies are, you'll see this icon appear above their head and you'll see this yellow circular like bar start filling up. And while that's filling up, obviously that's the golden bullet. But once you kill that enemy, whoever kills them, they start glowing like there's this like yellow outline around you for the time being and you're shooting faster. Your gun doesn't have any kickback and you barely reload the gun Mm. and the duration of the golden bullet power will stay with you as long as you're killing people. So it, it instantly makes this like cover shooter dynamic you throw that right out the window. <laughs> you become like like you are on cocaine twenty four seven. All you, no one is in cover. Everyone is running for the stupid golden bullet to be able to like. As soon as you kill somebody, you'll hear like ching, and then you have the golden bullet. And whenever you kill the next person with that power, you just keep hearing ching, 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 as your power just extends, extends, extends. <laughs> it is so insane. Like. Ronnie is, I mean, the way he plays is up close and personal. So he's just pretty much John Rambo. Yeah. Like I can see that. Oh, absolutely. 
So he is running up and like if he dies because guess what? It's a video game. I don't know if you know, but there's spawn closets everywhere. So if he accidentally turns his back and 20 guys rush out of a door that's behind him, which was clear two seconds ago, and he goes down, well, he has to wait for us to finally like resurrect him, bring him Mm. back into the game. But Aaron is the sniper, so he's way back at the back of the map. And I'm sort of in between trying to nurse. But it's so insane that we've all taken, like, different roles. All of our skills are different. Like, I've always wanted to play. I think we've talked about this. Like, Call of Duty and Battlefield, I think they're just too twitch for me. And there's way, speaking of twitch, there's way too many people making a living playing those games Mm -hmm. on Twitch. So they're damn good. And it's not just PC gaming. It's also like, obviously they're getting into consoles that, Oh, I'm going to stream my PS4, PS5 onto Twitch and make money from it. Right. 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 Which, Hey, good on them. But Jesus, do they just freaking wreck my shop? And I'm (laughs) way too old to like, there is no Twitch reflexes for me. So to like, play a co-op game where it's player versus environment that is totally my speed mm. so to actually do that and like a god love them like i've done this with other sets of friends and i've loved it completely whether we're playing call of duty or whatever just to play with friends huge for me and it's a great stress relief but man is aaron and ronnie as obsessive as i am <laughs> they're, they're always like hey are we gonna play tonight Hey, you guys have plans? And it's never pushy. It's always just like, I could always use another person in my party. It's just amazing. Just like, it it makes me want to play every night. And yeah, I, I see them on Twitter all the time. Hey. It's so insane. Like, Ro- Ronnie and Aaron both are wearing outfits. I don't know if you've seen their last outfit. But they look like they're right out of, like, Miami Vice. <laughs> they are just, like insane like white trash like i don't know it, oh it's just so funny it's just so goofy but that's having a good. great time yeah no, that's good as long as you're having fun dude and it's such a great stress relief yeah except i'm so hyped up it's like drinking like two espressos before you go to bed oh oof. jesus oof oh jesus yeah then it's you need good. three hours to wind down yeah i mean like i said once i have once i'm gainfully employed will i be still doing that knowing that i need to wind down for two hours no i i have to cut that mm-hmm. i have to cut that back a little a little bit at least mm. yes 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 well that's good no no uno lately no uno no uno i know dude and i and i told rob Krieger, hey you guys want to play you know hit me up on twitter i'm there because I'll I'll take a break from whatever game to play Uno. Uno's the best. <laughs> Hell to the yeah. That's good. I uh one day I'll uh, I'll be joining you guys. Um uh yeah, I we haven't talked about this. I'm considering leaving the master race, you know what I mean? You are gonna leave the master race. You, you have that huge Steam collection you haven't even played. <laughs> Why would you be leaving the master race? Well, but now you can do a Steam Link on everything. Yeah. So, Once you do cross-platform for that stuff, that's when it's going to be awesome for you. Isn't Steam Link cross-platform? I don't know. Yeah, dude, because you just need to have your PC with your Steam games on it, and then you yeah. get the Steam Link app, 
like on your phone and just play your games like you stream them from your PC. To what? To whatever. To your phone, an iPad, whatever. Oh, see, I'm talking cross-platform. I'm talking you playing Uno on your PC against me on my PS4. Oh, I wish. That'd be awesome. I know. That would be great. That'd be awesome. But I think that's the future. I think that's where we're headed. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. At At least I could see Xbox doing it. Like, maybe they will force Sony's hand to do that. Uh, don't hold your breath, bro. Hey, all I could say is I when I played Modern Warfare Call of Duty, I had the option to do platform, cross-platform. And that was, even on PS4, this was not last December, but the December before that, 2019. That was silky smooth, dude. Mm-hmm. And I could instantly tell when I didn't have just PS4 players, when I had cross-platform, holy guacamole were people pulling off some insane shots. So obviously they were keyboard and mousing it. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the dream, dude. I bet. Hey, hang, hang on a second. Entertain the, the crowd. My dog won't shut the hell up, so I'm going to go spray her with a water bottle. Hang on. Oh, come me, on. I'm going to go get my super soaker. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Hey, I have been. I will let. I will let the people know. Uh, I don't know if you know, but my two spotlighted characters for the year, twenty twenty one, the year of our Lord, is the Flash and Captain America. Both uh, sort of blind spots for me regarding their solo stuff. So I've been reading quite a bit on both, but. Uh, shockingly some of the best books that i've been reading i think martin has turned me around i think next year instead of doing spotlighted characters i'm going to do spotlighted creators because i have ventured off the beaten path quite a few times because let's just say this year might be the year of bushima and it doesn't matter who sal or john because good god whenever i'm like I just read Marvel Masterworks Incredible Hulk Volume 9 by Engelhart Trump. And I, li- I like me some herb, don't get me wrong. But do I wish it was a little Sal Bushima? Yes, I do. Ugh. But I have been reading quite a bit, uh, catching up on The Flash. I've been, I never read any of the Mark Wade Flash run. And I'm on book four i want to say um and it's the first book with uh oh god who is that it's mark wade and um michael waringo and holy mackerel is that some fun stories i'm thoroughly enjoying that uh actually don't want it to end i've been slowly dragging my feet because i do not want it to end it's been way too much fun and on the Captain America front, uh, I've been sort of cherry picking with some masterworks. Um, I read the Chip, the Chip Zdarsky uh, Invaders run. Uh, that was really good. Uh, it went places. I like the Namor bit. I like the Professor X uh, flashback part. That was interesting. Uh, I think the last Captain America I read was his Marvel Masterworks Volume 8, uh, also a Steve Englehart 
written book. And that was, golly, who the heck? Oh, that was, that was uh, Bushema as well. Sal Bushema. That's good stuff. It's really good stuff, dude. Good I've stuff. Been it. Yeah, I've been really loving it. Uh, that's tough. good. I was, I was just telling, I don't know when you jumped on, but I was just telling people that I think you've inspired me that 2022 is going to be instead of adopt a character, it's going to be adopt a creator. Hell yeah. Because this entire year, all I've been thinking about is Bushima. The entire year, whether it's Sal or John, doesn't matter. Mm. And I have so much waiting for me. I, I didn't realize how much stuff is out there that I've never read. I think it was just right before I jumped on board with comics mm-hmm. before I started to realize creators and stuff. But, Oh, it's, it's been a wild ride. I've and, been, uh, uh, I've been getting some of that stuff lately. Cause, uh, you know, listening to Mike now, now I got to read spot again. Cause I'm an idiot. Uh Oh, uh, cause you know, I started rewatching the animated series mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm almost done with it. But uh, I wanted to go back and reread Spawn, and I understand what Mike is talking about with getting some of these back issues, man. Because really? I I stopped like right around a hundred issue one hundred, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, and then I picked up like into two fifties, I think, um, and then went back to like two forty eight, I think. Wow. And um, but now I want to get like the stuff that I'm missing, right? So I went on my comic shop. I was like, okay, like, surely these can't be, like, that serious, right? Um, but, like, issue, like, 103 was, like, 100 bucks. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But wow. I, gu- I guess the print runs were so low, because, like, maybe everybody dropped off after 100, um, that they're just hard to find now. Is so, this a thrill of the hunt? Or is it pretty available to purchase, but because of the low print runs, it's like, mother effer, 100 bucks. Yeah, it's just too much, dude. It's just too much. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I haven't even looked on, on Comixology, so maybe I'll just do that. Um, or maybe I'll see if there's, like, trades. Because um, I don't even know if he was doing trades at the time. Like, you can find trades and compendiums and stuff for the early stuff, um, but I don't think you can find it for, like, the middle stuff. I'm sure it's out there at this point. I'm sure it's out there. Uh, but I wanted to do that for some stuff. Like, Spawn was one... And then uh, goddamn Aaron Bell keeps talking about Trencher all the time. So I was like, I should go back and read Trencher. Uh-oh. Uh, but I got to order those because I don't even have my copies anymore. So I'll have to find those. Um, what, what else? There was another one that I was like, why do I even want to read this? I can't remember. I know I'm, I'm that way with Invincible now because I just watched the, the first episode of the show tonight. Uh, and it, it was like, oh, man, I should go back and reread this. Um but a lot of those I have in trade. I have a bunch of invincible trades. Uh, I think even like when the when the sh- when the series was going on, I wasn't reading it in floppies. I think I only read it in trade. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Because um, I remember I used to go to what was the name of that shop? Dragon's Den when I lived in Columbia, and it was like when when invincible it, it had already started, but it was like getting steam, and mm-hmm. it was like impossible to find issues like you had to be there back then i think it was tuesday that comics came out you had to be like when the store opened on tuesday like if you waited an hour they were gone Um, yeah so i was only reading it in trade but uh it was good it was good the show's very good have you seen the show yet spawn no invincible oh no 
No, I haven't. Uh, okay, you should, you should watch it. Uh, I think it's uh, three episodes out now, and they're they're doing like one a week. Like it's coming out on Fridays. I think I'll just stockpile those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if did you read the comic? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you read the comic, it's not going to be a big surprise. Yeah. But I'm not, uh, I'm not too worried about that getting spoiled. I'm more worried about Winter Soldier uh, Falcon getting spoiled. Oh, interesting. See, I still haven't watched WandaVision, and I'm not spoiled. I can't believe that hasn't been spoiled. <laughs> One of uh, a, a great person that, that both of us follow on Twitter, uh, he spoiled the like second to the last episode for me. Ah, oh, shame. Yeah, and it was one of those, like, I read it, it was on a tweet, and I read it, like, Friday night, and Julie, the cruise director, and I watch it on Saturday. So I'm like, oh, why did I know that? Why, why did that happen? See, I wish everyone would do, like, DJ, right? When, like, if you're going to spoil the show, you do your show, and you wait to the end, and then you have, like, the segment on that show. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way to do it. Don't spoil the show like when it first starts off. Right. Um, I had to and be very also, careful and with. By the way, I also had uh, Justice League spoiled as well. Oh no! Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody did a shout out of like, you know what movie I want to see, and then they said, and I'm like, well, how could that not have happened in Justice League? Why would they have just brought that up right now? I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on. Did you watch Justice League? Yeah, not the black and white one, just the regular. Yeah, I'm going to watch the black and white one this week. How'd you like it? Uh, loved it. It actually made the first one make a all sense in the world. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I also loved it. I watched it twice. Yes, I, I have to listen to your podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go listen to my podcast with Greg Katzman from Valley Comics. In which we talk about the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. I was trying to get my kids to watch it, and they didn't want to watch it. I said, fine, I'll watch it by myself. Four hours is a long commitment. It It is a long commitment. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yep. Uh, I was talking to Travis last night, because we recorded Valiant Central. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dewan had seen it, but Travis hadn't. He's like, I just can't watch a four-hour movie. What? I was like, dude, if you like the first one... You'll love this one. So if it was a Shadow Man watch movie, it. would you watch a four-hour movie? Right? Come on. Right? I mean, look, you're talking to somebody that has seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy in, like, every iteration. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. when it was in theaters, I saw it in theaters. I saw it on DVD. I saw it when they put out the, like, extended director's cut. Uh, and then I recently rewatched it again. Uh, it was... 12-hour marathon. <laughs> I, uh, I I would even say WandaVision is you just condense down all the half hour and take away the intro-outro stuff, and that pretty much is a movie. I, I figure that, actually. Yeah. Because uh, they're only, what, 30 minutes, right? And yeah, it's six I mean, episodes? They, they get chopped down. Yeah, they get chopped down to, like, 24 minutes or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sadly, Disney Plus doesn't do the Netflix. Would you like to skip forward? Oh, you can't even skip the intro? No, like Paramount is the same way. What in the hell is wrong with these people? You don't have CB or Paramount Plus, do you? I don't. 
dude, and it it was this way for CBS All Access. Uh, hey, uh, hold on, Martin. I have to talk to CBS All. <laughs> I have to talk to Paramount Plus right now. Um, Paramount Plus, if you're listening, you know they are. You know of course, are. of course they are. Um, I don't know if you know this about uh, 2020 and and beyond, but the way streaming services work is you go to something that you like and you click whatever icon you want to put on the page. It could be a P plus. That's a free suggestion from Nick to you, Paramount Plus. You select the P plus icon and it goes into your folder or your wherever my section is that I want to watch your content. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to go to the search bar and search for, let's just say, The Love Boat. Why can't I just select that series and hit the P plus and have it appear in my favorites or mm. my story or my collection? I don't know if you know, I don't know if you've ever looked at Amazon or Netflix. I don't know if you've heard of those two services. Nope, must be new. They do that. It's shocking. Like CBS All Access, I'm like, okay, that's sort of a rinky-dink thing, even though CBS has tons of money. I figure, oh, what's Paramount? Of course Paramount's going to give you a favorites queue. Nope. Mm. It's pretty much CBS All Access just reskinned. Dude, it's so like, frustrating. It's they, like, have a, they have a, do you want to continue to watch? Sure. Sure. I'll continue to watch Deep Space Nine and the other two shows that I've watched on Paramount+. Plus. But where's I want to queue? Like if I hear, oh, that sounds like a good show. I'm going to put that in my queue. I want to click on I want to click on your plus icon and have it appear in my queue. Like I don't want to hunt all over mm -hmm. for something. Mm -hmm. Come on. So you are speaking my language, mm -hmm. okay? And and the example that I was going to use is Who Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. If you're listening. Martin, Apple Podcasts. Please. If you're listening. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Apple didn't invent Apple pod or uh, podcasts, but they like to pretend like they invented podcasts, right? So, so well, they Adam, Adam Curry invented podcasts. Yes, Adam Curry invented podcasts, but Apple likes to think they invented podcasts. Sure, sure. Uh, they had the first like podcast app, sure. right? Like before, you had to do like the whole XML RSS feed thing, uh, and and Apple made it easier. Cool, great. This was. Uh, you know, 15 years ago. Yes. Why does Apple Podcasts not have a queue? Explain this to me. You can yeah. you can uh, play next an episode. They have shows. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I want a queue. Okay. I want an add to queue. And so if I add an episode to queue, yeah. it would play the episode after the currently listening episode ends. Right. And then if I want to listen to another episode after that, I would add to queue, and it would add it after that, okay? And then I would go to a queue button, and I would see what my queue looks like. This does not exist in Apple Podcasts. What you can do is do play next, which is almost like a queue, except not really, because if you go to, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to Nerd Legion, play next, and then I want to listen to uh, Geek Brunch, play next. Now it plays Geek Brunch next and then Nerdy Legion. You see what I mean? I want to add it in the order that I want to listen to it. 
So when I have to when I make my cue on Apple Podcasts, I have to think about what I want to listen to and play next in reverse order. So the, yes, the only the, thing that they do is you can sort by date added, yes, or by the title, yes. And then you we can't mix and match and and click and drag one to like I want to listen to Nerdy Legion next, so I'll put that at position three. Okay, yeah, you're right. right. You can't do that. Now you could do it, but it's an additional step because first you'd have to do the play next. And then if you when you're listening to an episode, if you scroll up, right, so you get to the bottom of the page, mm-hmm. it gives you a list of the episodes that you added to play next. And from there, there's a little button that you can drag and drop the episodes in the order that you want. That's too many steps. Just add it to my fucking queue. OK, that's all I'm saying, Apple. Uh, with that I, said, I've never I've never done that. I have I have it set up that it will play every unlistened to episode mm-hmm. of a certain podcast. So if I have uh, 10 geek brunches, it will go from the very first one through all 10. Mm. And as soon as they're played, then they go into, you know, um, already listened to like area right. of my phone. And which is fine because then once Geek Brunch, once all those ten are listened to, then it goes on to my next podcast. And and that would take sixty five hours. It would, agreed. Yes. But my wife has it set up where if she was listening to Geek Brunch, it wouldn't just play the ten that she hasn't heard and then go on to the next podcast. <clears throat> it would continually play Geek Brunch whether she's listened to them or not. Oh. For infinity. Oh. And I'm like, why would you do that? I don't want to listen to something twice. Maybe I do, but I don't want like I I don't want to go into micromanaging my playlist that much. I just wanted to listen to my new stuff. And the way she talks about it is, well, if I go upstairs and put on a podcast and 10 minutes into it I fall asleep during it, mm-hmm. I would still like to go back and listen to that where as soon as my podcast finishes playing, it just leaves. It evaporates mm. from my my view, which so, I love. So I, I want to get through stuff. Mine plays them, I think. I haven't tested this enough, but I mm. think it plays them in release order. Yes. Uh, the problem that is I have, I'm very particular with, with how I listen to podcasts. Sure. Um, and so I only listen to my downloaded episodes. Right. Uh, just so I don't get that like couple seconds of, of streaming buffer or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and there's no way to do that. It'll just do it in the, in the order. Mm. Uh, you know, to go back to TV, you know who does this very well? And, and Adam and, Curry and Apple Podcast stopped listening now? <laughs> uh, there's an app that I hate. It's called Hulu. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hulu has the worst interface of all time. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I normally love pastel colors, but for some reason, I just hate it on the Hulu app. Uh, but Hulu, you can add you know, shows that you want to watch on like P+. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you actually go into like my shows, it breaks it down. I don't know if you ever did this. There is even a section for expiring soon. Oh, genius. Oh, that what, is nice. Why doesn't everybody do this? That would be helpful on Netflix for sure. You see what I mean? Yeah. You see what I mean? 
I I was thinking about this with the HBO Max app um, because the the Aliens franchise, as you know, as I tweeted mm-hmm. about today, is leaving HBO yes. on Tuesday. Right. Uh, and now, granted, I own some of these movies. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. seen all of these movies like a dozen times a piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't plan on rewatching the Aliens franchise before they go off HBO Max. Right. But wouldn't it have been nice to know like a month ago? Like, I don't want to go to a website that tells me, hey, Martin, this show's leaving HBO Max on the 31st if you want to watch it. I don't want to do that. But doesn't HBO have that? Like, leaving soon? Does it? The, how, how far in advance? I think it's a month. Oh, a month. I mean, that's a pretty yeah, good amount so. of time, I guess. Yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna let me go into my HBO Max app. Oh, my sleep app is telling me I need to go to sleep. Uh oh, it's past your bed. It's, it's past eight o'clock. Go to way bed. Way past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm curious now. Let's see here. Oh, last chance. Very good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Wait, why is Tom and Jerry leaving? Oh, because they're doing the the thing. The Kong. I guess. Is that what it is? I think so. So you can only watch Tom and Jerry in theaters? Well, all of that, <laughs> they, they only hold on to it for a month. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, you get in, you get out. Okay, Die Hard is leaving on the 31st, too. What am I going to no. do with myself? Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, I guess, uh, good thing I own Die Hard. See, yes. everything in this last chance section is leaving on Tuesday. So it's yeah. it's, it's a it's week in advance. Month. But it's the end of the month, buddy. What if something's leaving April 7th? I'm telling you, if you check that app on April 7th, it'll be like leaving soon. And that stuff's leaving the next month. All right. We're going to we're going to experiment here on April 1st. I'm going to go on HBO Max and see what the oldest expired thing on here is. Okay. Oh, no. Tom and Jerry leaves tomorrow. I must watch it right now. Oh, no, it leaves right now. This podcast is over. We, we, I have to watch Tom and Jerry before it leaves at midnight. Would it quit playing at midnight? <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be so good. <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, I would be so mad, especially with this movie that I don't care to watch. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, I don't. That's I don't Michael care. Michael Pena in it. Uh, great. <laughs> Colin Jost is in it. Ooh. <laughs> now you're really enticing me to watch this. <laughs> How about, you know, everyone's favorite, Ken Jong is in it. Um, okay. Ugh. Cool. <laughs> the thing I don't like getting back to Hulu, I don't like the, like, do you want to pick this show up? You only watched half of it. So it's in, like, continue playing, and it will just sit there. Or they'll recommend it like when you're typing in something. They'll recommend like, you want to continue watching that? Mm. It's like, no, it was gar. Where's the garbage button? The garbage <laughs> icon that I could just be like, no, it was a waste of time. Get it out of here. I never want to see it again. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no, I get it. Here's, here's the thing, though. There's got to be like a better way to do these ratings. You know what I mean? You remember when everyone was so mad at Netflix when they got rid of the star ratings and it was thumb up, thumb down only? Yeah. Um, I, I get why they did it, right? Because then you have like the, 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 the computers. It learns what you want, what you like. Right. Uh, but then you only get shit that you would like. No, disagree. 
Yeah. Well, I I add thumbs down to plenty of stuff because I don't want to see stuff like that ever again. Interesting. Yes. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just like my personal taste and stuff. It just Not gives me stuff that I want to watch. Stars. Sure. But does that make something that I vote as a three star? Does that make that like, oh, he wants to, he might want to see this because it's very similar to this three star. Or will it immediately remove it because it's like three stars? That's terrible. Mm. That's I why don't know, I like man. the thumbs up, thumbs down. Because guess what? I might like that 51%. You, you're right. So, yeah. I, I prefer the thumbs up, thumbs down. But I feel like I don't even use my list anymore. Because like everything it shows me, I want to watch. Same here. But what if there's like an, a really awesome show that is not something that I normally watch? Mm-hmm. I would never see it. See, I don't know how you are with Netflix. I have a routine that is I go to the immediate new releases, scroll across there until I run into something I've already seen on there. So I look at that and see, do I add that? Do I do I just go on to the next one? Mm. And then I'll go to my junk and then I'm in. I mm. might hit the new documentaries or documentary type thing. Yeah, I might hit that maybe or the true crime. Maybe. Mm. But most of the stuff I want to see, I I take it from the new releases and put it right into my queue. Yeah, I don't even do that. I just watch it right from the homepage. Yeah. My wife yeah. keeps telling me that I need to uh, use the, the secret codes. I don't want to do yeah. that shit. I like those secret codes. I mean, the secret codes are cool, but like, there's so much to watch anyway. I know. I'm inundated with stuff. Don't right? give me any more. I don't yeah. want any more. That's why I didn't get P plus. Yeah, I, get I don't it. need more shit. I haven't look. I have the Disney Plus app on my yes. phone and on my TV. Yes. Uh, let me let me open up this Disney Plus app. You know what it says? Uh, it says restart subscription. Uh oh. Did you cancel or let your subscription end? Restart subscription. Uh oh. And 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 I've had this. I've had it on my phone because I got this phone, and I have not restarted subscription. Um, but I need to, so I can watch one division and I guess like winter soldier, uh, but, uh, like, is that worth it? I have so much to watch already. I will say, cause what's the next thing on Disney plus that's Marvel related after, after winter soldier Falcon Loki, right? When is that going to come out? Probably never. Well, I mean, let's just, (laughs) let's be decent with that release date eight months maybe yeah at least six months i would think right i would think so yeah so you could get (laughs) disney plus and just watch those two series get it you know get a trial for 30 days boom knock it out you don't need to watch much more than that that imagineering documentary that that's a good series Mm. the one about the sherman brothers that's an awesome documentary but do you need to watch anything else Uh, i don't know uh, we were wrong. Loki is in May. May. Okay. Well, I guess my point is I would just hold off on that free month and then just binge two of those series or three of those series if you want to wait till May. Who cares? Yeah, I guess I could do that. Yeah, I don't I, think anything's – I don't think you're going to be hurting yourself for that. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and, and I don't really care about getting spoiled for uh, Winter Soldier, Cap, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, that seems more like a fun series. For sure. Uh, so I'm not worried about getting spoiled. 
Uh, hey, can I? Can we go back to Paramount Plus? Going, going back, back to Kelly, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paramount Plus, P Plus, as they, as the okay. kids call it. Yes. Okay, this is garbage TV alert. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there right now. But you know, hey, if you're out there, hello, friends. If Were you watching there, Manimal? Is that what happened? Oh, I should watch Manimal. Is that right? on Paramount Plus? I don't know, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'd watch BJ and the Bear, too, if that was on Paramount+, Plus, but I don't know. I'm about to look um, this up. Continue. Okay, garbage TV. Alert. <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't know if you've been plugged in, but Paramount Plus has MTV. Oh, God. <laughs> I, did I not just give you a warning what's coming? God. Here we go. <laughs> and now I have to hear it from the peanut gallery? Okay. Real world. Oh, God, why? Season one. There's more than one ago. season? Of course, buddy. There's like 24 seasons. Oh, Are my God. Me? Are you kidding me? Come on. Okay. They brought back all. This is during COVID, too, which was insane. They brought back season one, put them in the same apartment they that they were in in New York City back in the day. Dude. I can't with you right now. Dude, could could Wets have pulled a tear during that? Yes, he could have. At the end of the, and I thought it was just a reunion special, a one-off. Mm-hmm. It's an entire season. Uh-huh. <laughs> and at the end of it, after I peeled a tear, after the first episode, I looked over at Julie, the cruise director, and I'm like, why aren't they doing reunions for every season? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh my god, what am I saying? <laughs> I so want that to happen. Oh my god. It was like one of those warm blanket shows that just like, <laughs> yep, I know this is completely stupid bubblegum like brainless shows, but oh my god. For what however we got to it, I I was le- I was there for it and I'm still there for it. <laughs> and I was happy it wasn't just a one one off show. Mm-mm. Shocking they did it during COVID, and one of the guys that went there to be part of it, because uh-huh. they all you know flew in and they all got you know tested and whatnot. Sure. One of the guys flew in from L.A., got tested, and then he appears on a television screen when everyone's there, like talking around a table. He appears on a television screen because he's in a separate hotel because he tested positive for COVID. Oh God. I know. So it's like, what the hell's go like? That just got real. <laughs> like, holy shit, he was on a plane. I'm sure he was masked, but still, on a plane. Now he's in a hotel room. Holy Christ. Like, wow. Mm. But it is some junk-ass TV, but, oh, it's so good. <laughs> just like when I found out, like, Paramount Plus has, like, Love Boat and Fantasy Island, it's like, yes, please. Yes! <sighs> I don't need to watch that dumb remake movie of Fantasy Island Give me the real thing. <laughs> it's like, where were you at the beginning of my pandemic? Oh, my God. These were the shows I would have binge, binge, binged. I got to tell you, I'm very upset right now that uh, Manimal is not streaming on any service. Dang it. What about BJ and the Bear? <laughs> People always go Night Rider and they, and they forget about BJ and the Bear. Uh, let's see here. BJ and the Bear. 
Let's see what it says here. Where to watch. Yeah. I have to sign in to TV Guide? Why would I do that? <laughs> Don't you have the app? Why, why would, why what, would what, what, What's that app that you use? Oh, forget it. I'm going to go to it now. What's that app that you use? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. You go to TV, you go to your dumb TV guide. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, I bet if I look it up on Apple TV, because it, it searches everything, right? BJ Maybe. and the bear. No Dude, results. I, <laughs> I don't even see it here. What the hell's going on here? Just watch. Just watch. You failed me. That's that's the app, by the way. A just watch. Yes. Um, and and okay, this just brought me down a rabbit hole because one of the results was Smokey and the Bandit. Uh-huh. Why is Smokey and the Bandit not streaming anywhere? Uh, that's a good question. You want me to you want me to rent it for three ninety nine? Do you realize that movie came out in like nineteen seventy six? Yeah, Come no on. thanks. Come on now. Dude, if you go on Amazon, not only is it not streaming, there are no DVDs of BJ and the Bear. Wow, who is letting me down here? Why wouldn't this thing be like on TV Land or something? Come uh, on. Is TV Land still a thing? I don't know. Or Me Too. Me Too? Like yeah. canceling it? No, that not that the TV station that, that took over for like TV Land? Oh, hell, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. Oh, TV Land shows are on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, nice. But BJ and the Bear is not. <laughs> Who owns, I mean, who's being protective of... of the, do they not want us to see Judy, the beautiful Judy Landers? Is that the problem? Huh? What was that show that was like Knight Rider, but it was a semi-truck? BJ and the Bear? No! BJ and the Bear would be the, would be the answer. Who was in that? Was that Mario Van Peebles? <laughs> I, I, gu- I guarantee you it had to be Mario Van Peebles when he had long hair. Remember that? Are you thinking the Equalizer? No. I did watch the movie. Sure? I haven't you watched sure the show. Are you not thinking of um, Michael Knight's in, the, in Knight Rider, the reoccurring character of Michael Knight's twin brother with the goatee? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> he drove a semi. <laughs> No, no, no. This was like Knight Rider, but it was a semi-truck, and I'm pretty sure it was Mario Van Peebles. That's pretty awesome. I'm Where sure something... Is Why isn't Julian in, in our chat? You know he that answer. <laughs> Damn. Julian, you let us down! Uh, man, I don't see it. Maybe it wasn't Mario Van Peebles. But I remember the show. Faux show. Now I want to see if Band from Atlantis is streaming anywhere. Come on now. Oh, that's got to be on TV land. You would think. I'm who's still shocked. Just watch. Let me down. Who's a guy that's like Mario Van Peebles? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you asking? <laughs> you know, like a guy that's made like a shit ton of movies and TV, but that like he was never a star. Star. You know what I mean? It's got to be somebody like Van Peebles. Did you just have a stroke? All right. You know what? I'm gonna do Knight Rider. But with a semi. Oh, episode title. We did Knight it. Rider, but a semi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just to fill, just to let the listener know, um, Apple TV and Amazon, you can buy Band from Atlantis. Mm. 
it's not streaming anywhere. That's a shame. What is going on here? Who's holding on to all this stuff? No wonder there's bootleg stuff out there. Jesus Christ, you're holding on to all this. Oh, oh, here we go. I have found the greatest TV list of all time. Hmm. It is shows like Knight Rider, Knight Rider and its knockoffs. Mm. We have have the Jack Black show on there. All right, here we go. You ready? Oh, the Highwayman. Is that it? Oh, we found it. That's Michael Landon. The Highwayman. Michael Landon. Is that who it was? Isn't that? Why did I think in Highway to Heaven? That's Highway to Heaven. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Here we go. Let me read you the description for The Highwayman. Series starting a big high-tech 18-wheeler. The driver, the title's highwayman, was one of a team of federal marshals empowered to right wrongs where ordinary laws do not reach and to hold special cargo. The truck was heavily armed and had a cab that turned into a helicopter for quick access. How could you not want to watch this? Who stars in it? Is it Mario Van Peebles? I don't know. Does this take me to IMDb? Why doesn't it just not give me the cast? All right, we're going to look this up right now. We're on IMDb. This is very uh, riveting podcasting material, but you know. <laughs> the Highwayman. I, I thought you were going to talk about the Jack Black, um, Heat Vision, Heat Vision and Jack series that, that was based around Knight Rider. What? Yeah. You just blew my mind again. What are you talking about? All right, one season. Sam okay. J. Jones. Sam J. Jones. Sam J. Jones. Oh, and you know if it, you know how on IMDb it gives you like uh, more shows like this at the bottom. You know what the number one recommendation is? Huh. Manimal. What the heck? All right, let's see here. Full circle. Oh, dude, Flash Gordon. It's Flash Gordon. <laughs> Sam J. It Jones. Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Oh my lord. He was the highwayman. <laughs> unbelievable so we have auto man we have knight rider we have street hawk street hawk is knight rider with a motorcycle highway man is knight rider with uh, a semi airwolf is knight rider with a helicopter Mm -hmm. blue thunder viper oh i remember viper i like that show i remember blue thunder uh team knight rider don't remember that wow hmm that is the worst rated one out of all of these. Team Knight Rider. You know what? I am going to find out where the Highwayman is streaming, and I'm going to watch it. It only lasted one season, so I'm sure it was super awesome. <laughs> i got to look that up for you. <laughs> uh, starring Flash Gordon, man. Come on. You can't go wrong with that. Flash Gordon. Wow. Nothing came up. The Highwayman? Yeah, nothing. The Highwayman came up as a movie. That's the Highway Men. No, it's man, singular. Really? Yeah. 51%. Ooh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Amazon. Jason Priestley was in it, just to let you know. Oh, no. Not Lou, watching that. Louis Gossett Jr. also in it. And it's Jason Priestley with a sweet uh, mustache and soul patch. If oh, that my. helps. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I see the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, life after dude, there is a Jam Sam J. Jones documentary called Life After Flash. 
Yep, that's in my Amazon Prime queue. Is it? Yep, it's free. Oh, I'm going to add this to my queue too. Yeah. Well, I can't even buy a DVD of The Highwayman, so uh, my life is over. Oh, no, don't say that. My life is over. Uh, oh, man. I can't believe the rabbit holes we're going into right now. Night Rider. That isn't on Amazon, Highwayman? Nope. nope. Wow. Nope. I'm sure I can go on like YouTube or Daily Motion and just watch it there. For sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's on there. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. There's some some very upset comic book people. I don't know if oh. you heard the news. Oh. That Marvel is leaving Diamond. Yeah. Going with Penguin. Going with Penguin. Yeah. What's happening, Nick? That's it, that that was a very hoity-toity uh, publisher back in the day. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Well, I love Penguin Random House because they always had the uh, you know I was an English major. And they always had the classics, the paperback yes. classics, for like nothing. Beautiful. They were Beautiful like $4. Edition. Yeah. They were the best. Uh, and I'm sure Penguin and Random House, you know, they're they're all about comics. So it's going to be a match made in heaven. A match made in heaven. Well, I mean, it's not like you can't, uh, like, uh, what do they use? They use Hatchet for uh, trades. Like if you go to Bars and Noble, Bars and Noble always has a gigantic trade section. Mm-hmm. Um, at least here they do. I'm, I'm sure it's the same everywhere. Uh, but they always have like three or four aisles of trades, and they're always on sale. They're like buy two get one free. Yeah. Uh, so you can't go wrong. But I think they use Hatchet for that. Um, there's some like upset people, man. Is is, is, Why is going that out just of... because uh, Previews Magazine might go away? I mean, I guess because D- DC's not with them anymore. Right. Now Marvel's going away in October. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's Diamond going to have? Right. For sure. Like, Image? They're not going to have a stranglehold anymore, I guess. I don't know, man. That's crazy. I feel like... Hmm, this is going to lead into way too long a conversation. This might be the next episode. I feel like... Good. Fuck Diamond. That's what I'm saying. That's what I feel like right now. Because uh, you and I have talked about this quite a bit. I feel like comics have been the same for like 40 years and you it, like there's just so many people that like that don't give a shit about comics, right? It's still like us old people uh, cuz you know, I'm 40 now so I'm old. Uh that still buy comics. And I think part of the reason for that is because Diamond has had a monopoly in distribution for so many years, there's just been no pressure for them to do anything different. Yeah. Why and rock the boat? yeah, exactly. And like that might have been fine for a while, but I think we're at a point where like people want options and people want things to be easy. And you know, if you've been ordering your comics on a spreadsheet for like twenty years, cool, uh, you're used to it. But like, who wants to do that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. very few people just want to sit and go through a whole previous catalog. I mean. You you can of course go listen to the Geek Brunch podcast where they go through the whole catalog in six hours. A perfect right? podcast for the newly appointed forty year old boy. <laughs> yeah, if you're old like us, perfect. Um, but like people don't want to do that. You know what I mean? 
That's part Can of I? the reason that I, I originally switched to DCBS and then the reason why I ended up just going digital. Like, I don't want to have to sit and be like, I want to order this and this and this and this. Like, if I were to do that, I just want to hit the button and then, like, I go to the shop and it's there. Can you know? I tell you the best thing that came out of this pandemic, which is god-awful? Uh-oh. But one of the best things that came out of the pandemic, getting people, instead of restaurants happen, happening to print out daily menus or here's our crappy menu, mm. here's my QR code. Yeah. Now, everybody has a has a computer in your pocket. Pull it out. Take a picture of it where before I'm sure my dad and other people would be like, QR code, I ain't doing that. But this has forced people into we're, we're not going to let you touch the, as, as many things as you have to here because we're being cognizant. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want that for their comic books? Right. I just want to click on something and add to cart, add to add to order, add to order and pull up a little description a little thumbnail picture. Here's some preview pages. Boom, boom, boom. I'm on my I'm on my phone anyway. Why not do it? And get rid of the the worst thing about this jump over to Penguin in my eyes is I used to love going through previews. Mm -hmm. I love getting the preview of all of the mainstream comics, just like everyone does. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I absolutely loved was oh, here's a portfolio of jim starlin that's coming out on this small little thing that i would never ever see in my comic book store and this was before the computers that like oh i do want to order that yeah 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 like that's the stuff that's really going to get hurt by it mm. like not the big statue companies but like the smaller niche stuff that's like i never even knew that came out oh my god that's awesome i'm mm -hmm. gonna click on that mm -hmm. and that's and Previews was a great aggregator for the small stuff. Mm -hmm. Like how many people really like you're not going to go to Amazon because there's way too much shit to look at. You just get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But you're going to lose out on all these little niche things that how are they going to get their products in front of everyone's eyes that used to like go through a previews? Yep, exactly, exactly. And I mean, like there would have been some people that would be like, okay, here's my previews catalog. I'll just skip to the DC section or I'll skip to the Marvel section. Oh, yeah. For sure. I knew plenty of people that were exactly that way. But I mean, like you have this like 400 page catalog in front of you. Sometimes you just want to flip through it. You know what I mean? It was fun. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know like how other publishers that are still using Diamond and are still going to be in previews are going to reach a wider audience. You how, know what I mean? will, how will Geek Brunch, now that they're going to go through the previews, which are always glorious episodes for me, I love them. Mm -hmm. Are those episodes going to be 25 minutes long now? Right, right. It's going to be so weird. Right. But, I mean, to be honest with you, going back to the QR code, who's to say that Penguin Random House, they're not already thinking, how can we get this on somebody's mobile device? Well, so and so that's the thing, right? That's what I'm hoping happens. Because Diamond's been saying for years that they're going to have this ordering system online where like, you pick your shop, and then you pick your books, and then your shop knows what to order. Yeah. Right. And I think there was like another company that was based out of Australia that was doing this. Yeah, you uh, you talked about that like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And and there are shops that use it. I mean, I don't know how that works now, but there were shops using it. And and Diamond has been safe for years. Uh, in fact, uh, Chris, Chris Parton was in the beta test for this Diamond system, uh, which, as far as I'm aware, still hasn't come out. Uh, mm-hmm. And now probably will never come out because uh, right. you can't get Marvel or DC books on there. Right. Um, but, you know, like something like that would be so easy. Like, just put it all on the computer. I'll just click through it. It'll be kind of like going through the previous catalog, except, you know, digitally. And then the best part, now you have like a history of the books that you ordered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. why keep a spreadsheet? be like oh did i buy this yeah i bought this on like march 3rd 2015 cool you know what i mean or like and i I get the tactile feel of paper i get that i get that people want that but the great thing about your solution guess what you already know if if you placed an order for something three months ago and it was canceled Mm -hmm. because you could easily work that into the app that you get a little pop-up saying Hey, these three things in this new catalog you did order, they were all canceled. Would you like to reorder them this month? So you're not missing anything. Bingo. See, you got it. Uh, and then throw the, throw, the, throw the QR codes in there. You know what I mean? You have yeah. the app where you subscribe in your, at your comic shop already on your phone. Uh, just put a little barcode on the corner, a little, uh, little QR code. Say uh, you scan it. Do you want to subscribe now? Yes. Boom. Done. To be honest with you, I'm shocked that the big comic book stores, I'm shocked that they haven't reached out to app developers to coordinate like, hey, I want Martin. He's a subscriber. He wants to do everything digital, but he wants to swing into my shop, pick it up, like set up an app. That's just all that is, is a gateway into the diamond catalog to let them know what to order for you. And then you get a little notification of like, Hey, come to the store. Everything's there. Or do you want us to mail it to you for this amount of extra? Like See? it isn't, it freaking isn't hard. And especially you look at some of these big comics. I'm not talking about the mom and pop, but the comic book stores that have like five, seven locations, or guess what? Some of the big comic book stores in New York, why wouldn't they want their own app? And all they're doing is like doing handshakes, you know, virtual handshakes between diamond previews, whatever, Mm -hmm. just to be able to place their orders easy. And they don't have to be on the phone with you. You don't have to drop off your order every month or have a pull box because guess what? You can also link everyone's card. So the shop isn't out that money. See, you see diamond, give Nick and I a call. We'll fix your business for you. They should have called two years ago. Oh, well, they should have called twenty years ago. <laughs> true, very true. Um, but I'm yeah. just I'm just going back to the QR code because now everyone is very set up to be able to like, all right, let me pull that up on my phone because I always have my phone with me. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my logic. That's my thought process with it. Well, and see, think about how many shops went out of business because they weren't making money. And part of the reason they weren't making money is that like people weren't picking up their orders. Right. Yeah. And part of the reason they don't pick up their orders is because you can't have the credit card on file. Well, you, I mean, you don't need to have the credit card on file. You have the app and you just use like the Square API. You know what I mean? Square yeah. stores all that stuff. It's all secure. You don't need to do anything. You just get a little token and boom, when the books come in, they get charged. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm shocked like Amazon hasn't figured that out. I don't understand. 
unless the unless the comic market is so small of a return for them, like why develop that that line of business? Why develop that arm of business? Well, I mean, you develop the line of business so you don't lose the customers that you already have. Yeah, I mean, they, you're not you're not arguing. Uh, believe me, I have a subscription. I'm part of a subscription box for um, my razor blades every month. Mm. Like, but guess what? They're they're cheaper than going to Target and picking them up, and I need them every month. So it's just a bill, a reoccurring bill, just like Netflix. Yeah, see, that's why I grew a beard, because then I don't need to uh, order my razor blades anymore. But, but that's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm talking about a, a subscription. Like, I'm shocked a subscription <clears throat> service hasn't figured that out. Yeah, you would to think. make everything digitally and like, hey, do you want to do you want us to mail it to you or do you want to pick it up at your comic book shop? Because your comic book shops in our app, you can yeah. just connect up that way. Yeah, you would think. And granted, like, I'm probably the worst person to be saying this, right? Because I've done a lot of database work. So it's not like, you know, I'm just bringing out an idea. I I, I know how this could be implemented and I don't see why it hasn't been done. It's yeah. It's not smoke and mirrors. This is something that easily could be done. Yeah. Yeah. And and I get the whole tactile feel thing, but like, don't you want to make it easy too? Don't you want people to still go to comic shops and buy your comics? Yes. I mean, that's I, one way to do I, it. I would think, even if you're in stock trades, why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't, you know, it's like, DCBS, why wouldn't they want, like, it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, all I'm saying is, good, F-Diamond. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it sucks that, like, you know, they might go out of business. Um, but, yeah. you know, they've probably been having uh, some, some money troubles for a while. And then, you know, now with I guess two or three extra distributors. It just they can't keep up. Hey, they were in, they've enjoyed their monopoly for how many decades? Right. Just like CGC, you know, it's like somebody's going to come along and make that look cooler and grade better or whatever, like bullet points that are better than CGC. Mm-hmm. And CGC will, you know, they're going to lose their market share as well. It's just. It's evolution, baby. Nick, are are you reading my show notes right now? Is that what you're doing? Well, it's in the Google Doc. Oh, okay. Okay. Just making sure. Because I have an idea on how to make CGC better. Oh. I I teased it on uh on the latest episode of the Valley Central Podcast coming at you from the Ninja whatever, this network. Uh oh. that episode will be out the same day that this comes out. Ooh. Uh, also, uh, special edition Nerdy Legion episode coming at you next week. Oh, what? Special edition, breaking news, special edition Nerdy Legion episode. Uh, Duan from Valiant Central. Oh. Uh, Dennis from Best of the Rest. Ooh. And I will be having a conversation, which I thought I was going to have with you, but we've been recording for two hours already, so we're not, I'm not, I'm not going to do this to you right now. I like I like that. Okay, but uh, but we're gonna do a, a power sp- trio. Power trio. We're gonna do a, a special edition NFTs and comics episode. Nice. I like that. Uh, and and this CGC conversation will definitely be coming up. Ooh, I like that even more. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, that'll be on this channel. That'll be on this channel. Yeah. 
Yes. But different bat time, same bat place. That's great. Uh, we're gonna do that because uh, I don't want to bore you with all the details. And no, I, I, just, I look forward to hearing it. But but here's here's what I think. I think people misunderstand some of this stuff right now because it's so new. Mm-hmm. And uh, and every time it comes up in comics, like I saw a bunch of this today. Uh, Mike Diodato posted uh, an, uh, an opinion piece on on NFTs, and everyone's like, "F Mike Diodato!" Like NFTs ruin the environment, and like I'm never buying a Mike Diodato book again, and this, that, and the wow. other. And I'm thinking to myself, "Jesus, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, do you even know what he's saying?" <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Uh, so, so, and that's why I came up with this idea of doing this, this discussion, uh, cause Duan is apparently very interested in NFTs right now. And I know that Dennis is cause he loves his crypto. Uh, so we're going to do this special episode. I love it. I, I think there's some really interesting potential for NFTs in comics, um, in particular with, with a move to digital, but even through that, I think, NFTs have a really strong place for the physical comics collector. Uh, and so I'm hoping that the hardcore collector will take a listen to that uh, and kind of get where we're coming from. Because I haven't talked to Dennis too much about this, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I know his overall feeling. And, and talking to Duan last night, I feel like we're all kind of in the same place. And mm. and this is kind of the the way forward to bridging many a gap. Um, and for anybody that says NFTs destroy the environment, you're an idiot. Uh, go read something. So we're gonna talk about that too. Um, not an idiot. I don't want to say that. Uh, but NFTs don't destroy the environment. Um, so that'll be coming out next week or maybe the week after. Yeah, should be good. I like it. Should be oh, good. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, let's see here. You got anything else? I want to pick your brain on one last thing before we go. Yeah. James Gunn, Suicide Squad oh, trailer. Yeah. Where is Martin Ferretti with this trailer? I, I don't even know if he knew it was coming out. I let him know, hey, that trailer just, just hit 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Get on it, but don't mm-hmm. watch it on a small device. Go to your big screen, your big boy screen TV and watch it there. I hope you did. Mm-hmm. How is it? That James Gunn. One, how is it that Marvel let him go? Insane. Idiots. Stupid cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it that James Gunn takes songs mm-hmm. that <laughs> everyone is familiar with, yet it isn't like he takes songs that's like, oh yeah, that's a classic. No, he takes songs that's in the lexicon that you've heard, that you're familiar with, but just on the periphery. And the song fits the mood of all of his trailers, as well as the theme to the song actually is fits the theme to the film or the plot or a character. Mm. It's shocking how good he, he he is or his team is by getting everything set up, because that was that felt like a 20 minute trailer. There was so much to it that I couldn't believe. And even Julie, the cruise director, when, when it first started, 
you know me, I was like, ooh, red band trailer. (laughs) And she's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, oh, you'll find out. I'm like, probably a curse word. There might be some nudity. Who knows? And then as soon as they did the, like, um, Dicks on the Beach. God, I love that section. Okay, that's the red band trailer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, wow, did that fill out who those characters are, whether you saw the first film or not, who cares? And the tempo of it, the feel of it, like that's how a freaking trailer is. Not let's just take a Led Zeppelin song and do a kick-ass like action bit. Mm -hmm. Like that was a superhero trailer. Yep. It was so, so well done. And I even told the wife before it started, I was like, a lot of people are thinking, there's way too many stars. So some of these people are only going to be in the movie for like five minutes. And they're mm-hmm. guessing John Cena is one of those people. I don't think so. Because of the goofy costume. Yeah. But remember when they, they did the reveal for the DC online, like con that they did over the summer. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that are like, some of these people have to be like cut out, like dead mm-hmm. instantly. But after seeing that, I'm like, there's no way they're going to let him go. Mm-mm. I don't want to see any of them let go. It was there was only one qualm that I had, and I'll share that after your thoughts. Uh, okay, so I agree with you with what you just said, uh, except I think Pete Davidson will die in the first five minutes. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, so yeah, so you pointed this trailer out to me. I had no idea it was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to watch it, but I was not in front of my computer, and so I was I was being a good a boy, and I waited until I could watch it on a big screen, um, and I actually ended up watching it twice. Nice. Because I went on YouTube and I put it on my queue, and I put something else in my queue, and then the red band trailer showed up, and I was like, well, I gotta watch that too, so I put yeah. the red band trailer on. Um, yeah, I, I agree. The feel. I, I really enjoyed the first Suicide Squad movie. It wasn't perfect, but it was fun, right? Yeah. And uh, and obviously, like, I want my movies to be fun. This mm-hmm. feels like it's actually going to be really good, mm-hmm. right? Like, there were some ho-hum moments in, in Suicide Squad. Uh, from the trailer alone on this, that doesn't feel like ho-hum moments. You never know until you watch it. Sure. Uh, but I loved, like, the interaction between everybody. Um, the The whole thing with King Shark fucking killed me, dude. But you don't you don't expect James Gunn, unlike the first film, he rarely does. We got to save the world Mm -hmm. like he does a smaller, a big action, but smaller concept. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hope. That's that's all I want. Sure. I don't want to rescue the world again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, The little scene where they go to rescue Harley and she's like already out of there. She's like, oh, you came to rescue me. I was like, that's fucking perfect. Uh, we can still do that. Yeah, we can still do that. The the scene with the thinker where she's like, no person loves license plates. No, 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 uh, oh. Cover your mouth when you cough. That had me rolling. Um, th- there was a lot. Yeah, the, the whole penis, the dicks on the beach thing oh. was hilarious. Because like, and especially the way the joke wraps up, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, John Cena's like, if it means saving America, I'll eat all the dicks. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> all right, perfect. Um, so I, I loved every bit of the trailer. And I ended up having to watch it. So I watched it four times. So I watched it those two times, the regular trailer and the Red Band trailer. 
And then after I watched them, I went and started seeing, like, I read a little bit about the movie and learned that Sylvester Stallone is the voice of King Shark. Mm-hmm. So, so then I went back and rewatched it. And that's when that, that scene killed me where he like raises his hand. And he's like, hand. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, oh, we're all going to die. And, uh, and polka dot man's like, oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but just like picturing Sylvester Stallone doing that line, just had me rolling in my head and then just like it added to the joke you know what i mean um and then i watched yeah, it i uh, saw his name flash on the trailer credits yeah right all right towards the bottom and i looked at the wife and i was like i wonder who he's gonna play <laughs> not realizing he was king shark and that was my one qualm uh-huh was i sort of want ron funches as king shark now <laughs> like the animated series has has like corrupted me <laughs> it was very good uh when's the new season coming out for that have they announced it i haven't heard i need to look that up but uh but then i watched it a fourth time because I, I was chatting with zoe and i was like oh new suicide uh, squad movie's coming out she's like really when Cause she, that's her favorite movie mm, nice. uh, she, uh zoe's favorite is suicide squad and reagan's favorite is shazam um, what did she think of the Harley Quinn emancipation of Harley Quinn? What did she think of that? She didn't like it too much. Okay. Just yeah. Curious. Which I don't blame her. Like it wasn't the greatest. It's all right. Um, yeah, it was fine. But uh, anyways, so, so I played the, the trailer for her mm-hmm. and literally like 10 seconds in, she's like, yep, we got to watch that right now. <laughs> um so we uh i don't know if i watch it in theaters because you know theaters are opening up now i don't i don't know if we'll go to theaters but i mean it's on hbo max day of release august 6th so uh so we're gonna watch it that night for sure definitely that'll be that'll be a, a first weekend watch for me yeah hell yeah yeah hell yeah that, that looks so good and now i want to go and read the what is it secret sex oh yeah <sighs> I, uh, oh, I, oh! I, the I, one I, thing I, I forgot when 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 Shumagarath shows up, uh, did not know that was happening. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought it was awesome because uh, I, I when I retweeted James Gunn's tweet, I, I chimed in on this. Uh, my one of my favorite, not my favorite, but one of my favorite video games of all time is Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you could play a Shumagarath on there. He was tiny. He was like a little octopus. Uh, but he was awesome. He was like Dalsim from Street Fighter. Sure. Because, uh, you know, he's got the tentacles. So, he, like, he could reach all the way across the screen. And he yep. was fucking awesome, dude. I love playing a Shuma. Uh, don't you think so there's so many people in that trailer that there's no way they're all going to last no doubt. the whole entire movie? Yeah. No doubt. And and you know what would be hilarious is if they kill, like, the big actor. Like, if Idris Elba dies, like, immediately. Yeah, they pull uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just Elba dies and Pete Davidson saves the day. That that would stink because I want Idris <laughs> Elba in an action film. I just want him to give the middle finger of like, hey, you could have had me for James Bond. Now if you want me, guess what? The price is doubled. That's right. Like I could pull off an action film and people will go see it. Yep, yep. So, he's, oh. Dude, he's very talented. Have you heard his Hell music? yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Have you god. heard his podcast with his wife? Oh no, I didn't know he had a podcast. So good with his wife. Really? Yeah. I'm about to find this. Yeah. Uh yeah, very good. Suicide Squad. I mean pretty pretty amazing. 
pretty I'm amazing. In. I'm in. And guess what? Let's just check off like James Gunn team movie. Yes. Check. <laughs> Action. Check. Soundtrack. Check. Like this is so in his wheelhouse. Uh huh. It's shocking. Just shocking. Yep. I this bet he. Gonna, I, I bet he worked. Be the thing, and even my wife was like, before the trailer started, she's like, "Why does DC have to make everything so dark and broody?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I'm like, this might be this might be the one for you." And she watched it, and I think it was a little like the humor was a little crude for her, but she was like, "That looks like that's going to be a fun movie." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it is. Uh, I feel like. I feel like James Gunn worked extra hard to like flip Disney off. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever seen him promote a movie like he has this weekend? That's true. Yeah. He is. He is full on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm I'm very excited for all the HBO releases. Same here. All the way to the end of the year, especially Dune. Mm, Yeah. That'll be good. Even even for them to like do a Tom and Jerry for that audience, I'm like at least HBO's trying to mix it up, but yet like I think they're doing something that like Netflix and Amazon should be looking at too. Yeah. Like this little like month window or you have thirty days, you have ninety days to watch this, and then it will go away and we will sell it on Blu ray. Mm-hmm. Like that is such a smart, smart thing for any of these streaming services to be doing. Yep. I agree. And I know people love to watch movies, but like I said, when we were talking about diamond, uh, you better fix your shit, bros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's another industry. That's just like comics always doing the same crap. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I don't know when I'll be in a theater anytime soon. That's for darn sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, you know, my local con's coming up in three weeks. I don't think I'm even going, man. I saw, who was it, Peter Krause mm-hmm. today because uh, Paul Biotti threw out the, the story of San Diego Comic-Con doing a Thanksgiving. Oh, God, yeah. And he's like, is this where I'm going for Thanksgiving? <laughs> and then Peter Krause threw out the same story and he was like, See you in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's sort of what I'm thinking. Yep. Like, I don't even know how far into 2022 I have to be. Like, I just, I don't even see getting together with, like, family until Christmas. hmm When everyone has shots. Do I want to get together with, like, complete strangers and, like, an enclosed, like, hundreds of strangers i don't even want to go to a movie theater you think i want to go to a con oh my lord yeah i was thinking at that and i looked at the guest list um and i mean like there's some some fairly good guests that i want to go see sure um but like a lot of them i've already seen and gotten stuff from uh Mm -hmm. the only one that i haven't is uh mike Barron. so like that would be cool yeah um but like being around 50,000 people, like, worth me talking to Mike Barron for five minutes? Probably not. I, you know, and you're you're much younger than I am, granted. But, I mean, I have a wife who can't catch that. Right, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's my inspiration. And yeah. even if both of us had a shot, I don't know if I want to go into that. It's just, like, I, I'm already a little, like, frightened of like too many people in a closed environment Mm. and how you throw a pandemic on top of that yeah 
Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Scary. Uh, Scary. So next episode we'll we'll talk about uh, Doom again because I have been reading some Doom. Oh, please do! I can't uh, wait. So so we'll return to that. I, I just finished Doom War, so that was fun. That um, was... I do have a parting gift. Are you going to read Hickman Doom? Yes. All right. Cool. Yes. All right. I want I'm, to hear your I'm, opinion. I'm okay. starting that tomorrow. Cool. Okay. Yep. So we'll be talking all about Doom. Love it. Plus right. other things. Uh, parting gift. Yes. Uh, there is a show on HBO Max Ooh, okay. called The Head. Yes. What is that? Uh, it is an, a six-episode limited series. Oh. Uh, it uh, the story centers around a group of scientists um, that stay behind at a research station. In the Antarctic uh, during the oh. winter months, and okay. maybe they all die. What? And so we need to figure out what happened. What happened? <laughs> what happened was. Uh, so I watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get uh, a little bit of a the thing vibe. That's what I was thinking when you first brought it up. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, you know, not as good as the thing. What? But a uh, little bit, little bit of a, bi- a vibe. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Um, so when, when the I only watched the first episode again. When it kicks off, they're like having a party because it's the last day of of daylight in Antarctica. So that's when all the scientists are leaving. Mm-hmm. But this small group is staying behind. Um, and then it cuts to like you know months later after winter's over, and like the rest of the team comes back and the station has no power. Um, they can't find anybody. Then they start finding dead bodies. Uh, lots of weird stuff going on. Oh. Uh, could be Sounds interesting. Like Thirty days of night. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, it, suspense. I, I don't want to say horror. It's definitely suspense. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a like a, a, the thing meets uh, Agatha Christie Who Done It. I wouldn't say the thing is horror. The thing's a, a suspense film. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it's got some like horror elements. I think, I, I don't think the the murder mystery will involve like uh, you know defrosted bacteria taking mm. over bodies and making them kill people. I mean, maybe who knows? Um, but uh, I really enjoyed the first episode, so I'm gonna catch the rest of it. Six episodes. Um, I, the, the thing that I find interesting about the show is the production. So check mm-hmm. this out. Uh, it is written and directed by a Spanish director oh. okay, from Spain. Uh, it was released in Spain. The actors are all Danish, uh, except the cook. The cook is the professor from Money Heist. Uh, so for those of you that have been watching Money Heist because I talked about it or because Mike has been talking about it on Geek Brunch, uh, you know who I'm talking about. He's in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the show but, – but none of the shows in Spanish. The whole show is in English, and then there's some Danish also. Is it dubbed in English? Nope. Wow. Just straight up in English. And they all have accents because all the actors are Danish. Um, It was produced by a Japanese company. Wow. Uh, And then I think it was filmed in, like, Norway. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, So very, like diverse production uh like i said I, I enjoyed the first episode we'll see if it keeps up the pace for the rest of it uh but i'm, I'm very curious i'm very curious 
That's wild. The Head on HBO Max. When do you think you'll have that finished? Um, maybe not by next recording, but uh, maybe the one after. Okay, because I'm I'm curious. I want I want a percentage of it's this percent thriller, this percent uh murder uh, or mystery. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. Can I by while you were talking, I looked up the director. Mm-hmm. Did you know he was second unit director on Guillermo del Toro's Devil Backbone? Yes, he's done a lot of work with Guillermo del Toro. It's like, oh, that's that's a pedigree, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of work with him. That's exciting. Um, yes. By the way, my oh. favorite del Toro movie, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, oh, hmm. Boy, you're going to send me down this one, aren't you? <laughs> Let me think about that, because that's a good question. Because um, I love me some Hellboy. Hellboy was good. Look, I I even love Hellboy 2. Okay, people shit on that movie. I love the shit out of that movie. Well, they're insane to shit on that movie. That's yeah. a great movie. Hellboy 2 is great. Uh, um, hmm. Can I say The Shape of Water? Don't believe the hype on that one? Oh, I haven't watched that yet. It's good. It just it, it shouldn't have been up for an Academy Award. That's crazy oh, talk. Interesting. Um, I might. God, you're killing me. Because uh, I'm thinking back to like Kronos or Mimic. Those mm. really good. Oh, Mimic is great, dude. I just rewatched that a few months ago. It's it's good. I think it's Devil's Backbone. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Devil's Backbone. Because I love the I love the quiet moments. I love the story in it. I mm-hmm. thought that was a really cool setting to put it in, and it was really creepy without being gory and horrorish. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I gotta say, if I have to, it Pan's Labyrinth is the major rewatcher God, out of so all good. these films. Yeah, that that would be the rewatcher. Dude, that uh, that hand eyeball monster. Oh, mm. that's still in my dream. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's so creepy. And you know what's weird? Every time I see that movie, I always think of Ten-Eyed Man. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, see, Ten-Eyed Man could be cool. For sure. One Definitely. day. Uh, all right, man, let's wrap this up. Sounds good. Been a pleasure. I know it's not a six-hour podcast. Sorry, guys. Uh, they just put out an episode today. It's like, I don't even know. It's longer than six hours. Let, let, let's find out. Look, it's so long, Apple Podcasts won't even give me a running time. <laughs> How 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 long is this? No, there's no running time. What if I play? Here, let's do this. This episode is six hours and seven minutes and forty one seconds long. Wow. Uh, way to go, guys. Way to go. Props to you. You can find me. We, Nate. Had, we yeah. had one longer, but that was when you fell asleep and let it play and let it play through the entire night. Oh, dude. Yeah. When we were doing open bar, there were like twelve hour episodes. Yeah. <laughs> even though eight, even though eight of those hours were nothing but you sleeping. Yeah, it was just me snoring in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, find Nick uh, on Twitter at Nick Wetmore. I'm a geek find. The show is at Nerd Legion. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.